Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Addison where the games are rolling. we got AM trying to make their miracle comeback. We've got Nebraska and Iowa in the game that football forgot. And then we've got o- OU and TCU in a far more modern football game happening right in front of us. they got drink specials on Miller Lite out here. you got all kinds of unbelievable wings. I know Corey loves the burger out here at Buffalo Wild Wings. And we still have giveaways happening that if you get here you can participate in the giveaway and also if you can make it out here you can enter for that pair of cowboys tickets courtesy of miller light so a lot happening out here at buffalo wild wings and i know mike is in charge of a lot of these giveaways so you're doing a good job thanks i'm trying to be as good as Corey is at this so i'm He's trying my best good at this. He's very that is good true. at it is it's time for some dallas cowboys thank you notes okay and i want to start with one area that we haven't really we haven't really talked about a whole okay. lot thus far. The offensive line. Thank you to the offensive line for keeping Dak pretty pressure free for most of the day. I totally agree with you. They have been getting better as the season's progressing. I was thinking about this last night. I was listening to Broadus and Chiafalo do the postgame show here on 1053 the fan. And they were talking about the offensive line and Tyler Smith and how great he is, and at this point, do you just want to keep him at guard the next eight years and not mess with yeah. it? Because uh, when a, you hear people like, he could be the next great interior lineman, you're like, yeah. oh, man, do we need to move him? So it was a great conversation, but I was thinking about this, and I'll be honest, I was thinking about this in a positive way, but unfortunately, my basic brain took over and thought about it in a negative way. Oh, no. Remember how great, like, Nate Valdi was up till the All-Star break? We're like, this is amazing how healthy he is. I would have never thought this. Right. I was thinking about this about Tyron Smith. What are you about to do? Nobody, would anybody ever have thought you got to Thanksgiving and he's missed two games? Am I right about that? I would not have thought and that. And only two games? Because he's a half of a season guy. Sure. Right? And here we are. And as far as we know, he's pretty healthy. Yeah. Brian Broaddus was talking about how whatever Mike McCarthy's doing, whatever kind of plan he has them on, take out that they're playing on Thursday, Monday through Saturday, it's working. It's yeah. keeping him healthy. Yeah. He's playing good football. He looks, uh, as Broaddus was saying, he looks more agile. He's not as stiff. He's doing his job at a high level. And then my brain just kind of went to, is it really possible that he's going to play 15 of 17 games? I, I mean, look, at this point, I'm not I know this gonna... is thank you letters. I shouldn't be bringing up yeah. a negative here. I'm so sorry. So you could say thank you to Tyron Smith for staying healthy and looking really good in the process, right? Yes. I'm just See, then my brain go. went to Nate Evaldi I, and, and just went to 
can he really stay healthy the whole season and then be in primetime shape for the playoffs? And do you at any point go, hey, what if – I know this sounds horrible. Nothing's Why guaranteed. Why are you doing negative things here? Do you just, like, sit him out Thursday against the Seahawks and just give him no. a week off and just be like, we just got to try to keep you healthy and we know that, that 15 games in a season is very unrealistic for you? I don't think so. I also think – I mean, I know you get the ultimate final decision. I don't think he's going to stand for that. I think he's going to be like, the hell you are, because remember, the other thing is... Exactly. Like, not that he doesn't want to just play anyway, but he also has contractual incentives lined up for him to play. So I don't think you're going to be able to pull that off. Going back to the topic, great job by the Dallas Cowboys offensive line, hopefully against competition that gets better as now this schedule changes a little bit is that they keep playing at this level because I'll ask you this question. I know this isn't Mike Ask All the Football questions, but how about a thank you letter to Tony Pollard being the Tony Pollard before the San Francisco injury? Now, I'm glad that you said that because this is the second straight game where, like, look, I understand. If you're not watching the game, just reading the box score, he had, what, 70, 79 yards. And last week he had 61 yards. What was it per carry? uh, Per carry, 6.1. And and there there you go. Because, and last week it was pretty good, even though they had that disastrous reverse play that nobody bid on and Tony Pollard got freaking annihilated and lost, like, 10 yards, is I think he's looked really good good the last two weeks even if it hasn't been like 125 yards 100 like I just think if you're just watching the game he has fundamentally looked better which is partially him but also goes back to the offensive line they go hand in hand for sure Uh, I don't think I do not agree with the anybody can run the football in the NFL standard that people have gotten to I do think that people have traits to break tackles to see holes better to see cutbacks so I do think the talent, the eye work, the all that goes into being a great running back. I don't think McCaffrey's just one of 64 running backs in the NFL that get the ball on right. a weekly basis. I do think he has. Well, and to hammer that home, he just set a 49ers record for yeah. most rushing touchdowns in a season. That's yes, pretty dang impressive. But is it all coming together for the offensive line and Tony Pollard? As, as you got to a week ago, you had a complaint going into the who did we just blow out before Washington Carolina before the Carolina game there was a lot of should we just switch the roles yeah should we put Tony Pollard back into some role of being the reserve because he's better as a reserve than he is as a starter right there's all that conversation now you are a Sunday and Thursday game into it going hey Tony Pollard looks like a stud again and I know at the end of the year he will not be a top 10 running back in the NFL because of half of the season but He's looking like right now, these last two weeks, like a guy that most teams would want giving him the ball 15-plus times a game. Yeah, no, I I think that is well said. Uh, Thank you letter, of course, to who the offensive line is working in cooperation with, in addition to Tony Pollard, is Dak Prescott. That is now 17 touchdowns and two interceptions in their last five games. Now, we say all this knowing that in two weeks – we'll probably have a lot more answers, right? For or sure. you feel like you'll know a lot more, I guess two and a half weeks, is you'll have played Seattle, 
Hopefully the Cowboys pick up their first win over an active winning team. But then I know people are going to be like, our team's 500. That doesn't count. Gotcha. And so it'll go down to the Philly game. Yeah. You win the Philly game, and then you don't have to listen to anybody else's nonsense about strength of schedule. You'll still have to listen to the playoff stuff yeah. because that's very fair. But you win these next two games, all of a sudden you're 10-3. and three, You won five games in a row. Well, yeah. Then you don't have to listen to anybody else. I'm with you except this. And thank you to Dak Prescott is playing at a very high level uh, right now. Is isn't his story written until it changes in the playoffs? I think the honestly, I think the exact same thing about Lamar Jackson because we were talking about if he wins a second MVP, I don't think anybody is like, going to care at all if they get run in the divisional round. If the Cowboys win out, I don't think they're going to win out. But, but if they, they look like right now they could. How yeah. great they're playing. Yeah. We'll see how they play with you know plenty of games, six more games left. Is if he wins out and the Cowboys go 14-3 and three and they get the one seed, yep. people will say, all right, fine, we've seen you with the one seed before. Yeah. And, and end up, it, was it his fault against Green Bay his rookie year? No, not at all. But I just look at this point and go, Dak, I agree with everything you said, but at this point nothing's going to change the narrative around him unless he, I don't even know if making an NFC championship game changes it. It would be making it to the Super Bowl. Winning an NFC championship game would change his narrative. I'm not saying you're wrong. I believe it changes the narrative if he makes it up to the NFC championship game. I'm not saying it changes it forever, but it changes it for several years just because all his predecessors couldn't do it. Well, obviously, until you go back to Aikman. But like all all the other people, they couldn't do it. I think making it there does change it. Okay. I mean, I hear that what you're saying. That doesn't mean I have to be right. I, yeah, I don't know if, if you're right or wrong. I was just thinking as you were saying that, for some reason, Dirk popped into my head in 06, 07. In 06, he did make it. He beat San Antonio. He beat Phoenix. He made it to the NBA Finals. And because they lost the 2-0 series lead, he still didn't get any credit around the NBA yeah. as being, like, one of the studs in the NBA. He did win the MVP the next year, but yeah. it almost hurt him even more that he did that because of losing in the first round. But I hear you. Who knows? Hopefully, uh, for Cowboy fans, we find out what the narrative is on Dak Prescott making the NFC Championship game this year. Yes, agree with you on that. I also wanted to throw out a Cowboys thank you note for Brandon Cooks. Now, he made a pair of key catches yesterday, the touchdown, and then that third down conversion late in the third where it was still uncomfortably close. Yeah. At 20 to 10. And we talked about it with the Carolina game. I did not think the Cowboys were going to lose by any stretch of the imagination. But it was frustrating that the game was still so close. This is the third straight game that Brandon Cooks has led the Cowboys in receiving yards. Now, I know CeeDee Lamb has gone off in a couple of those games as well. But he was, you know, not the biggest factor compared to what he usually was. I just like how much Brandon Cooks has been getting involved with the offense. I, it's, it's weird when he didn't complain, but the media complained about Brandon Cooks' involvement in the offense, and it has changed. Uh, hopefully it stays the same. Obviously when C.D. Lamb, what team did he throw the fit against? And he should have. It wasn't Philadelphia, was Ooh. it? Was it Philadelphia game? I don't think it was before that. Maybe it was that game, but every, every, everything has changed for C.D. Lamb after kind of giving the thumbs up on the sideline, like, I'm not doing the coaching anymore. Yeah. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. You guys aren't doing your job in making sure that I can impact this game. That being said, I want to give a thank you note out to somebody for committing a penalty. I want to give a thank you note to Donovan Wilson. On that third <laughs> down know, yeah. play, 
where there was a crossing route and he was beat and Washington did do, Biennemi did a great job. He cleared the whole side of the field. If he does not grab the jersey and hold there for an incomplete pass, I believe it was Curtis Samuel, that's a touchdown. That's a 50-yard touchdown. Literally, they put everybody on one side of the field through the route where there was no safety, there was nobody. Curtis Samuel probably sprints about 45, 50 yards for a touchdown there. But Donovan Wilson knew he was beat, and he held slash pass interfered. And I was like, after the replay, I was like, that might have been the best pass interference of the year for a Cowboy because that was definitely going to be a game-changing touchdown. I'm sorry to say, I forget what the score was there. It was not during the blowout part. Yeah. It was during the part where that touchdown could have made it a, a, a game-changing play. So, so to Donovan you, the Wilson, very rare smart penalty. Yes, great penalty. As you were beat, it was a crossing route, and um, Sam Howell threw the ball appropriately out in front, but once he got held, it became an incomplete pass. And when they showed the replay, I was like, that was a great pass interference. This is a good one right here from the 248. Ooh, wherever that is. Thank you letter to Damone Clark. Guy was all over the place yesterday. He was a beast. And then from the 682, thank you note ahead of time to the Indianapolis Colts. Thank you for releasing Shaq Leonard and potentially giving Dallas the piece they need. Now, this could change in a week if Philly Philly picks him up and you're like, hey, thanks a lot, D-Wads. But he cleared waivers. Yes. So that means it's now Philly would would just beat beat us out, as in he says, I would rather play for the Philadelphia Eagles than the Cowboys. So um, I'm hoping I was listening to Broadus last night in Chiafalo, and um, one of the coaches for uh, Gilmore – said, I'm telling you, Dan Quinn can really help your career out at this point. And I'm hoping the same person, yeah. whoever that was, I'm sorry, yeah. Broadus would know, says the same thing to Shaq uh, and says, I really think that if you go to Dallas, you're going to be a wanted player after this season is over. Now, from the 469, there's another one saying – Thank you to the offensive line. And then from the 817, thank you to Mike McCarthy for designing plays for 10 different wide receivers. What did, did Nebraska? We're going over in the Nebraska game. Oh this is a my shootout. Gosh. This has become who's going to be the first to 100 points. It is going to be 10 to 7, probably. We'll, we'll see. I, yeah. I, I said a field goal, an extra point was good in the. Oh. And he did okay. make it. Barely. If you can hear <laughs> that noise in the background, that is everybody at Buffalo Wild Wings stopping down and seeing how close that extra point was. It eked inside the, the left the post. The over-under was 25 and a half, the lowest under in the history of college football. And I would not have guessed this play in a million years because going into this, it was 10 to nothing. Nebraska had had the ball three times, fumbled, and then punted the other two times. So I would not have guessed this at all. At this point, 10 to 7, 17 points scored with three minutes and change in that game. You would think at this point nine more points would be scored to hit the over. I would think that. Like if I bet the under, I would be a little bit nervous about it at this point. And if I bet the over... I don't know if I'm like, yeah, this is going to hit, Mm-mm. but I would feel way more confident Better. about it. Yeah. By the way, Oklahoma's up 28-13 to 13, uh, against TCU, so that one's not looking too favorable if you're a horn Froggy. And the miracle A&M comeback has failed. And yeah. then tough day for R.J. Choppy as the Eagles wave Derek Barnett out of Tennessee. That was their first-round draft pick yeah. six years ago, I want to okay. say. So, And then thank you. 
Coming back from the 248, 248 is Detroit Tolos. Thank you very much. Always trying to learn all the, uh, all the area codes right there. Appreciate it very much. Coming up next, Mike, you're going to love this segment. We move into the lunch rush, and for that, the combo platter leftovers edition. On the day after Thanksgiving, give us a sports opinion, and then what is your all-time favorite leftover food? 877-881-1053. Let's do that next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This segment of the KNC Masterpiece is brought to you by QC Kinetics and Classic Chevrolet. Just announced Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine's one-time trailblazer offloads. A limited supply of excess new trailblazer models will be sold direct to the public below market value. See them all at ClassicChevrolet.com. Don't wait. The best sell fast. Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads. First and 10 at the 31 of Dallas. Snap to Prescott. Fake to Pollard. Deep and going to the middle. And there's Cooks all alone. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. 31 yards from Prescott to Cook. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Addison, where I was about to say the greatest show on turf had broken out with this Iowa Nebraska game, but now I understand why they don't score a lot of points because <laughs> if you heard that audible gasp yet again, that doesn't count. You can't fumble it forward. Iowa, on the play before, had a wide open pass. It was a great route, great pass. Wide receiver just dropped it, and then they just had their field goal blocked. 
So they're going back to what they're doing. Now there's confusion about what exactly the rules are in college football. The officials don't seem totally sure. And I think Nebraska might have just had their own Leon Lett hey. moment right there by not just letting the ball be. TCU was leading, or sorry, was trailing by one point 30 minutes ago. Now it is 35 to 13 in the second quarter with plenty of time left Oh dear, for Oklahoma to add here. So TCU, it's going to be an interesting... Um, I guess off season, if you want to call it, in yeah. TCU after making it to the national championship sure. game, on what their direction is because they have been pretty bad this year. Yeah, no, you are uh, you are really onto something here. Is and yes, no uh, no points scored there. So uh, ten to seven. I just know the rule: you can't f- intentionally fumble it forward. If you do fumble it and you're going forward. You have to be the one to recover it. You can't have a teammate recover it for, like, a touchdown. Well, also, he's definitely, it looks like he's down right there. Is All right. It's time for the combo platter. 877-881-1053 is we're at the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we're going to do leftovers combo platter. Give us a sports opinion. And then what is your favorite leftover food? Of all time. All time. From the 817 with Jimmy Johnson going into the ring of honor. The curse is broken. And baked mac and cheese casserole. Old family recipe from my mom. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Do you think old family recipes are better? Because a long time ago they used to use real ingredients. They didn't have the option of using like preservatives or fake ingredients. I don't know. So when you get a recipe... From your grandma or great grandma, and it's passed down. They had to use—I know this sounds weird—but they had to use real food. I think the other thing is, you just inherently have some like built-in goodwill with that food before yeah. you even try it. So, like, even if your grandma made something that was mid, are you going to be like, "Oh, you're kind of slacking"? Yeah. You'd be like, "Oh, you did a great job." Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I mean, it just seems like grandmas somehow make the best recipes. But at some point, we're going to be grandma and grandpas. More sure. grandpas for us, I think. Sure. But, yeah, that's an interesting take. Uh, you want me to go with my sports sure. one? Sure. You ready for me to jinx the whole Cowboy season? Oh, no. Are you going to say that they're going to the Super Bowl again? Yeah, I don't think they're going to lose. The rest of the season? The rest of the regular season. What? You I'm think not they're going to go 14 and 3? You tell me who they're worse than on their schedule. I, I know mean, things the can happen. The natural argument would be Philadelphia, right? Yeah, but that's at home. The Cowboys. I know. You're right. This is the greatest home Cowboys team ever. Now, I know that there has to be more to play out. So if they don't go, I don't, is it eight or nine this year? I always forget which one they have. I think they have more road games this I year. I believe that is correct. So um, they just. Am I buying into, and now I'm going to ask a question before I give you leftover food. Am I just buying into destroying all these bad teams? I think a little bit you are. What's the Cowboys record at the end of the year right now? I think it is 12 and 5. Okay, that's way more realistic. But, but, but still really good. Yeah, I just think they're going to destroy Seattle, and then they play Philadelphia at home. They're going to barely beat Philadelphia and I do think we've seen Dak, now it was his rookie year, create this type of momentum. That's true. And he's creating a lot of momentum right now. I'm probably going to be wrong, and so don't mark any of this. But I think the Cowboys right now, 
they're convincing me. I think I am running off of a Texas Rangers high. I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I think I'm running off of the Texas Rangers did something I didn't expect at the end of the year. And so why can't the Cowboys? And they seem to can't a lot of our sure. life. But let's see if they can this time. My favorite leftover food of all time. I would love to say what I had leftover last night because I had my mom's meat stuffing with gravy on it, and it was oh amazing. Oh, my God, not again. That's my favorite Thanksgiving leftover food. Mm-hmm. But my favorite leftover food is spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. So, obviously, I make the meatballs. You heat it up? Learn or cold? From, no, heat it up. Okay. I do heat it up. I learned the meatball recipe. Uh, comes from my grandmother and Bassett grandmother. My mom is a Lynch. She's not a Bassett, but she learned a lot of her cooking from her mother-in-law. And then I cook pretty much the same way. Okay. So it is a, a handed down family recipe that I've used some Bobby Flay techniques in there and stuff, but I do love leftover uh, spaghetti and meatballs. All right. I like that. I like that from the nine zero three. Oh, no more Dolly singing We Are the Champions wearing a Cowboys cheerleader outfit. <laughs> don't worry. We'll get back into that in just a minute. Yeah. And Pecan Pie, and don't forget the cool whip, is yeah. from the 469. Stars go to the Stanley Cup and turkey rolls and potatoes. And Turkey rolls? Turkey in rolls. Rolls. So a roll and you put turkey in it. That's a turkey sandwich, right? And would you put potatoes on your turkey sandwich? Have a leftover sandwich? Oh, you're saying have a Thanksgiving sandwich? Yeah, exactly. Or like make yeah, a tur- uh, leftover turkey pot pie. True. See? True. I used that. to hate cranberry sauce. Mm. At, when I grew up, my grandpa loved the cranberry sauce out of a can. You know, or just come in a cylinder glob. Right. Horrible. Hold but on. that's the cranberry oh. sauce that we had at Thanksgiving for a long time. And I'll, I'll stop my sentence because you said, hold on. You know, I don't want it either way. Right. I asked this exact question at Thanksgiving you, hey, Rigo, yesterday. Hey, Rigo, for Fridays, don't. mark what he just said <laughs> and see if that one can win. I'm 100% on it. Thank you. And then, Rigo, consider your answer. We'll go to you in just a second. But I, I was talking with Jess and the rest of the family about this. I believe... Society prefers the canned cranberry sauce to the real deal homemade stuff. Well, I definitely do not because my wife learned how to make cranberry sauce from putting in the bag of cranberries and then the sugar and orange zest and a little bit of orange juice. And you just got to constantly stir it and then it turns into the gel, jelly-like formula. I love it. I think it's amazing. And I would have never guessed that because... For 30 years of my life, I thought cranberry sauce was the most disgusting thing ever coming out of the can in just a cylinder glob. But when people make it homemade, and maybe I need to have more people's homemade cranberry sauces to maybe feel like you and go, this isn't good. But my wife (laughs) makes a great cranberry sauce. Okay, I like that. From the 469, sorry, I can't remember if I said this out loud or in my head. Deron Bland needs to win Defensive Player of the Year, and let's switch it up, and he's earned it. And Turkle Turkey, I had combine those words, Turkey and Miracle Whip sandwiches no, no, are no, no, the no. best left. Oh, Miracle Whip. So are, turkey and mayonnaise for the most part. I cannot really tell the difference between Miracle Whip and mayonnaise. I know you're not going to know the you're difference You're about to start a war with that. I understand. They're both white, creamy substances. 
but uh-huh. I don't get the difference uh-huh. in the flavor. I uh-huh. feel like I guess I just have mayonnaise. Maybe I've never had Miracle Whip, but it looks like mayonnaise to me. It's the same color. It's everybody uses Miracle Whip as a mayonnaise substitute. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. Do you feel like there's a difference between Miracle Whip and they, mayonnaise? They look different to me. Miracle Whip looks whiter, correct? Yes, yes, it does. And I always thought that mayonnaise, like, theoretically looked a little thicker. Miracle so. Whip looked thicker. No, okay. no, mayonnaise Mayonnaise looks thicker. thicker. Well, they're using the egg yolk. I mean, really, what mayonnaise is pretty much is eggs and oil, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, there's there's very few other things in it, but that's the pretty much is you're whipping up oil and eggs. From the 817, Stars will win tonight because I'll be there, and I've never seen a loss while at the American Airlines Center. Man, we need to get you up there more often. I need to see what is in Miracle Whip. And green chili stew only gets better with age. From the 817, Deron Bland will win Defensive Player of the Year. Best leftovers is chili. Just gives the flavor more time to love one another. Man. That's true. It, is it? I do think I think leftover chili, obviously, if it's like two or three weeks, no, throw it out. But a few days later, I feel like the spices and everything have a little bit more flavor to it. So I do think when, you know, you chili usually takes, let's say, four to six hours. I know some people say, no, it takes 12 hours or 24 hours. But I mean, you can make a chili and, and yeah. within four hours, the the water Obviously, Just steam open out up the or can whatever. of Hormel and no, good to go. I, I will do that for a chili dog. Okay, I don't mind putting like uh, that on a chili dog, but I feel like if you're just eating a bowl of chili, it definitely needs to be more homemade than just out of the can. Do you know the can of chili is one of the key ingredients of the chili's queso? Which which brand? I as long as it didn't have beans in it. I'm pretty sure. So it either Wolf Brand or Hormel. Yeah, and then you put in some cream cheese. And what's your favorite brand of chili? I don't care. You're a can. Oh, it doesn't matter. You're no. like ice cream. Yeah, it's whatever. I know. Look, have you ever had the ice cream challenge? Have you done the ice cream challenge? Bring it on. I. You've well, never done it though. I don't think so. So if I give you nothing against Kroger, Kroger's great. If I give you store brand Kroger vanilla ice cream versus like Briars and Bluebell. Yeah. You would say they all. T- you think you would say they yes. all taste the same? That is exactly. Or would you say you wouldn't I say? Think. Would you intentionally do that, or would you say this one no, does taste I, better? I'll give it a fair shot. I understand why you would ask that. I would give it a fair shot. From the nine seven two, this person is also a fan of leftover spaghetti and meatballs. Learned from their mother and grandmother. Sports prediction: Cowboys will make the playoffs at thirteen and four, but still be behind Philadelphia. However, that's a, that's a possibility. They beat the Eagles at Philadelphia in the playoffs. If that happens, you're at least going to the NFC Championship game, yes. if not the Super Bowl, if that exact right. scenario plays out. Honestly, Philadelphia and Dallas, one will be the five seed. It It is leaning towards sure. more that Dallas For will sure. be the five seed. Yeah. It's unfortunate because really, I think they're going to be two of the top the three, three. Teams, but yeah. just record-wise, one of them has to fall to five, kill the team in the South, whoever wins that, and then possibly face each other in the divisional round i do have what miracle whip is made of okay tell me eggs oil vinegar spices sugar and water because miracle whip is less than 65 percent vegetable oil it must be labeled as a dressing and not a condiment oh i had no idea so i guess that's what's the difference between 
mayonnaise is it's going to have more than 65% oil in it. Okay. From the 214, maybe I missed it, but did we remind Mike about washing the dishes? Yes, I do believe that and Dolly Parton will be yeah. coming up in just a second. Rigo on our leftovers combo platter, do you have a sports opinion? And then what is your favorite leftover? Yeah, so my sports opinion is gonna be that Washington will win the whole friggin' thing in college football. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh. Yeah, I think they're playing really good. I like I like the way Michael Penix uh, is, is playing. It, it, I think I just think he's he's gonna be he's gonna be really really good in come playoff time. Um, also, James Madison sucks. That's the that's my other sports opinion. But uh, <laughs> you know who you need to talk to about that is Carter. Carter has has been on Washington since before the season started. Uh, yeah, no, they've been they've been ridiculous. And and my favorite leftover, uh, we were talking a little bit about it uh, off air. What uh, was tamales? I mean, like, we have a boatload of leftover tamales and from the, from last night. And we we, we, Who's we make the tamale too much. maker, Rigo. That would be Mama. That would be Mama Mendoza. Did she learn it from she, Grandmama? Yeah, she learned it from yeah she learned it from my grandma, and then obviously it's been passed down from generation to generation, and it's gonna be passed down to me because well, and probably my, my girlfriend because she's of Caucasian descent. I just, uh, do you know how to make them already? I'm learning. I'm, I, it's, that's, it's, that's a no. No, it's a process. No, that's a no. I heard that in your voice. That's a no. <laughs> I just want to point out for the record, my food bracket had tamales in it. This year's did not, so I don't want that to fall on me. All right. So there you go. From the, Thank you for the 682. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I just wanted that because, like, I know that our Thanksgiving food bracket has in the past been accused of being, quote, unquote, too white. And I hear that criticism, I, 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 but I had nothing to do with this year's bracket. From the 682, Cowboys make it to the NFC Championship game, and the best leftovers is Hurtado's Barbecue. Mike, you were gone, but last Saturday when we did our event at Trading Card World with PSA, Hurtado came up and there was barbecue up there. But by the time I was done talking with people, it was all gone because everybody loved On it. On Saturday? On Saturday. Yeah, I went there. I was there from 10 to like 11. Yeah. yeah. But but by the way, did you know at Trading Card World today, if you go shop in person in Dallas, 4144 North Central Expressway, everything in the store is 10% off. That's sweet. So a lot you, of Pokemon. Yes, and then other. They have a lot of sports. They have a good amount yeah. of sports and, cards and too. They're, they're, you know, I was learning. I was getting an education anime and stuff like on that on these anime cards that people are into too, and Star Wars cards too. So go check that out. And then just real quick, if I can tell you some other card shops, if you missed it from earlier, eighty nine thousand dollars the yeah. total take home for Peaceathon for all of it going to my possibilities is Trading Card World in Dallas is a great place to go. They have helped us out with Peaceathon in a big way this year. RJ Dukes, his Black Friday sale in McKinney. $100 gift cards are only $90. So you're gonna go back there, you're automatically saving 10 bucks. 20% off supplies, 20% off singles under $300, 20% off all autograph memorabilia under $300. This is somebody who has helped with Peaceathon for years and years and years. Same thing can be said about worth collecting in Waxahachie. I'm trying to give you places because the Metroplex is right, a huge some area. Be like, where should I do this yeah. or do that? And it's like, well, where do you live? Because I don't think you want to drive an hour and 15 minutes. Exactly. If you're near Bedford, Collectible Investments, they came through huge. We made a lot of yeah, money off guys. of their stuff. And Texas Roadshow, 
if you saw out in Mansfield, if you saw the ALCS game use space that came from Texas Roadshow, in addition to a lot of wax stuff, is these spots are all great. And then I want to tell you one more, the Dallas Card Show. All A lot of those autographed jerseys, including the unique Johnny Football and Ricky Williams yeah. ones, came from Dallas Card Show. They have a shop in Allen. Just look up Sports Collectors Hub. So depending on where you are in the Metroplex, they're Check. off of 75. Correct. Correct. Right before, I know it's like before Stacy. Correct. Stacy is the exit to go to the outlet mall. Maybe you could double it up and hit up that and RJ Dukes and have yourself a card yeah. extravaganza. But these businesses have all been super kind to Peaceathon. So if you want to help them out in kind, they got all kinds of great deals going today as well. Okay. Ready for Mike Likes It? I am. Now, uh, my wife isn't listening right now. She's at her parents. I had to work today, so I am not in Glen Rose having a blast right now. Sorry to miss that one. Um, but at my parents' house yesterday after we ate, she goes, do you want to help me with the dishes? Okay. And I said, no. Um, Did you say it like that? Yeah, pretty much. Like, Okay. I don't like doing dishes, and I don't want to do dishes on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, but she's like, but won't this be a good example to our boys that you'll be with their mom and doing dishes and an example for them to do dishes? And I go, boys don't think that way. Okay. So I just need to know what your thoughts are uh, on this situation. Mike. As I did end up helping reluctantly. Um, but I might, I still might have not done a good enough job because I felt like afterwards, I'm like, I know Sue's not mad at me, but I feel like she's a little irritated with me right now. I was going to say, Mike, I'm surprised that that didn't earn you a trip to the to the, to the couch for, for one night. See, you better be careful, Rigo, because you said you're in trouble with your girlfriend, so we might have to press into what happened there as well. Is, Mike, I hear what you're saying, but I just feel like many things could have been done differently in this. Yeah. You you could have said no differently. <laughs> I also feel like instead of saying boys don't think like that, you could have taken how important it was to her in that moment and said, okay. Yeah. I just tell her what I think. <laughs> I know. But does that, you know what? You're still married. You've been married a hell of a lot longer than yeah, I have. So I guess it's Almost working. 24 years that she has to deal with this. So it's clearly working. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, I just doing dishes. Out of every now and again, don't you just want to surprise your wife and be going like, I would like to help. The <laughs> no, uh, the only the, the only way that I will go do dishes if I want to get out of conversations with everybody in that place. So if you ever uh -huh. see me doing dishes, uh -huh. it just means I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> um, but any, I don't because I I'll tell you one thing that I I. I don't like folding laundry either. I don't know if anybody enjoys these things. I do enjoy mowing the yard or edging okay. the yard. So that's something that I'm definitely like, no, 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 no. I got that. I like doing that. Okay. But doing dishes, like I had to do them this morning because they were out of town. So I woke up and pretty much unloaded the dishwasher and loaded the dishes up. I just find that it's just miserable. I'm like, where's a $20 bill so I can have somebody do this for me, you know? Yeah. So I definitely will pay, because people are like, I hate doing yard work, right? And they pay $50 to $100, you know, let's say, let's say they pay $200 a month so they don't have to do yard work. I totally get it, right? If you hate doing yard work, you're like, I feel like I just want to pay people to be like, I don't want to fold laundry and I don't want to do dishes. Here's money so I don't have to do it. 
Now, Mike, I'm not I'm not against you. This is a text that has come in okay. from the 6A2. Yeah, Mike, it is a good example. My family has five boys and two girls, and to this day, all the boys still wash dishes. But I cook. Do they cook? Ooh, See, I, I'm, okay. I would rather spend four hours in a kitchen that's making fair. food than doing the dishes. I would rather cook okay, than do fair. dishes. I hear I you. don't want to be the dish guy. That That's The fair. guys that do dishes can't cook. That's me. See? And you like doing dishes, right? Because you feel like you're contributing. Yes. Yes. I contribute by making the food. Okay. And so I do not want to contribute by doing the dishes. But you did leave that part out to begin the story. You're like, my wife asked, and I was like, I didn't didn't do much for Thanksgiving. I mean, I made the pecan pie, pumpkin pie, uh, the kind of cornbread dressing. Those were my contributions to it. But I just like, I don't like doing dishes. I would rather cook. I enjoy cooking. And people eating my food than I do cleaning up after people's messes. Look, we talk about that a lot, me and Jess, is because she, I I will definitely admit, because of the times that I'm gone, she does a disproportionate amount of housework. But whenever she does cook, I've been trying really hard to, like, do all the cleanup and put the dishes away and all that stuff. Okay, so let's talk about Dolly Parton yesterday as... I don't know. I don't want to say I was excited, but I was more intrigued about the halftime show at the Thanksgiving game than, than I have usual. in a long time. Okay. I, yeah. I can't remember who's done the halftime show for the Cowboys much, but Dolly Parton was doing it. like, this is like a super legend. I don't think you can get many more legends more important than her that are alive. Which is evident George by the Strait fact. George Strait would yeah. be like one of them that I would think, or Ooh, Garth Brooks. Like, yeah. I know I'm in the country uh, music realm here. I mean, if you got the Rolling Stones, I'm just... But she's in that category. When you're talking about the legends of music that are still alive today, she's in the top 10 legends of music that are still alive today. Legendary to the point where, and I know they always have lots of people, but if she was going to do like a Super Bowl halftime show, you would you would buy that that could happen. Yes. At her age, it would be a little bit yeah, that's fair. weird, right? But I understand that if you're trying to get one of the most legendary people still alive, still being able yeah. to sing yeah, yeah. And, and do her or his thing, Dolly is there. But how shocked were you when they came back from commercial and so she shocked. was in the Cowboys cheerleading uniform? Stunned, stunned, stunned. And... By the way, good for her. Yeah. And that sparked a conversation in the family setting that I was in is like, hey, I wish I could do that at even this age. And there was like 30-year-old people in there. And so they were all really impressed. But then the other thing that came up, and I hope it's okay to mention this, is there was concern that she couldn't walk because everything she was doing, she was like holding yes. on to the railing. Yes. I'm guessing it was she had giant shoes on, maybe? Well, that's what I was wondering. She obviously wears high heels when she's performing in wigs and everything like that. But I found it weird. I saw her play. Now, this was a while back in Grand Prairie. I always forget the names of places. Is it but Jexa? Jexa, sure. An, Let's call it Jexa, but whatever. Yeah. It's in Grand Prairie near the horse track. And she was. it was an outstanding concert. But this was a good... 2015, 2016 is going to be my guesstimate when she played there. She wasn't holding on to anything. She was moving around and she had high heels. That's her thing, right? She's going to wear yeah. high heels. I found it weird during it that she was holding on to the rail, to the, yes. the backing so much. Agreed. And I thought she must feel very uncomfortable on this stage 
Uh, but then we have a couple of Tolos that are here that were at the game and said when she was walking off the stage, they had somebody in front of her and behind her making sure that she got off the stage without falling or anything. So that was interesting to me. So obviously the super shock of her being in the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders uniform to start off. Then she starts off with Jolene and nine to five. Those two songs make complete sense to me. Yeah. Then she decided to do a Queen cover album for the next two, which didn't make any sense to me at the time and didn't make any sense to anybody in the Bassett household at the time. But now that you hear about the tie-in with the forthcoming album, I don't think it's out yet. Does that make more sense, or do you still prefer she would have stuck with the old standards? So I'm sorry I'm forgetting the guy's name who is a Tolo who was here earlier, but he said Dolly's new album has those two Queen songs on it. Because my mom, my dad, me, we're like, Dolly has, I don't know, I'm going to guess, 50 number one songs that like hit number one on the charts or at least top yeah. 10 on the charts. Like she has an endless array of songs that she can go to and she's doing queen cover songs for her 10 minute set. It just didn't make sense to us at the time. We're like, why are we doing queen? And then I thought, is she going to put on a Texas Rangers jersey, which would really tick off Jerry Jones when she was singing We oh, Are the Champions. That would have been awesome. Like, Does she know that the Cowboys aren't champions and have not been champions of anything in a long time? In fact, I won't, I won't diss her because I do love Dolly. It was a long time ago when the Cowboys were the champions. Yeah. Dolly was a lot different uh, 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. And so it's like, we're not the champions unless it would be amazing if somebody brought up a Texas Rangers jersey to her right now. And I don't think Jerry would approve of that. Now, some people are texting in that Slater said she was supposed to be on the star. And then a couple other people are saying they thought there was some sort of issue with the stage and she was supposed to be coming up on a lift. But oh, something, something happened went wrong. I see. And I don't know all these. It was weird, right? Because the people behind her. She is facing the camera, right? The camera yeah. gets her. The people behind her never saw her one time because she wouldn't go around that stage. You could yeah. say, see that she was a little bit uncomfortable. She'd get to the corner and kind of peek over to be like, I know 50,000 people are on this side, too, that can't see me. Uh, so that does make sense that I didn't know. I will say this. I hate saying this because I do love Dolly Parton. I felt like it was a bad product on television. Really? Yeah, okay. I did. I, in my opinion, 99% of the people can disagree with me, and I totally understand. I just felt like watching it on TV, uh, I just thought, dang it, man. I was, Maybe my expectations were way too high. And then her singing Queen cover songs wasn't my favorite. She's amazing. She's an amazing everything pretty much in her life. But I was, I was underwhelmed tremendously by that. It almost felt like she cut it short, too. I almost felt like this can't be it. I've watched other halftime shows. It feels longer. Than, I know it's not Super Bowl, but I was like, it almost felt like she's like, I'm good. I'm done. And maybe it was because everything was going wrong. I don't know. Yeah. That is not her singing. I don't know if she lip synced her. Yeah, I, don't know I saw how. a lot of people asking that. I, I think she, that, does, she sang good at Grand Prairie. That was still a while ago. But she, I have trouble noticing unless you like really flub a line right and it still comes out great is but she talked during it too yeah, right yeah so. and so i don't 
I don't know if that bothers me if I'm watching it on TV. If I was like there in person, yeah. I could see, but it it generated a lot of attention. I would just like to say I hate saying all the things I just said, but I am speaking my opinion on the situation. Okay, from the 214, my sister works at AT&T. There was a riser malfunction, and so she kind of had to wing it. And so they were supposed to like... So she was on a part of the stage that she didn't practice on, felt uncomfortable on. Maybe at the top of the stage, I don't know, maybe there was like a built-in railing too. Yeah. Where when that riser comes up, she almost has two railings where she can kind of hold on a little bit here and there because she is almost 78 years old. Sure. And from the 817, do you think she could be channeling Creed 2.0 and like willing us being the champions into existence? Maybe so. Okay. I like it. Did I you, what like was it. your, out of, let's say a one out of 10, I'll give it a five just because it was Dolly, but. What would you give it a one out of ten uh, rating? I would give it like a six. Okay. So yeah. I mean, some people might give it a ten. Yeah. And they'll 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 never. I don't know. I just I don't know. Eagles cover songs was kind of weird from um, Dolly, who has so many Did great you say songs. Eagles cover songs. Sorry. Queen. <laughs> Queen cover songs. Yeah, she didn't sing Desperado. From the, that actually would have been really good. From the 817. I don't know what brought this on, but I really like it. Kevin and Mike, y'all are the best and amazing people. Thank you very, very much. And, yeah, lots of people also weighing in about the uh, about the issues with the stage. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, if it's okay with you, Mike, I actually want to go back to football. I want to talk more about these Cowboys games because there's a couple of other people that I wanted to spotlight, plus a little bit overreaction or not. We got a lot coming up. We'll hit it for you next. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Addison, 5000 Beltline Road. Still have a chance to sign up for those giveaways and those tickets via Miller Lite. So come on out and see us. We'll be back right here on 105.3 The Fan. Well, first, Kevin, I want to talk about Southwest Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They are located in Cleburne. Uh, it's an amazing uh, place to go to. I love the city of Cleburne. But you've heard from so many of us up here on The Fan talk about Gilcrest Automotive and the great things that they are doing for the Tolos. I'm telling you that you have to go see my guy, General Manager Mike Brown, and his team at Southwest Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Right now they're having the Black Friday sales event. That makes a lot of sense because it's Black Friday today. But they've been doing it all month long, and they will continue it all month long in the month of November. So get ahead of it now on the purchase of your brand-new Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram with General Manager Mike Brown. You can do custom vehicle orders of any of their vehicles there. You get exactly what you want through the Southwest Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram eShop. I want you to check that out. The best way to do that right now is to go to southwestcdjrtexas.com. That's southwestcdjrtexas.com. All the inventory is updated daily. You can do virtual test drives there. Obviously, you can purchase online right now if you'd like, but I recommend driving a little bit further and saving a lot more at Southwest Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Cleburne. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.